0: all righty good morning everyone welcome to still growing grace i hope everyone's having a lovely morning today um let me just double check my sound yep the sound is great um i know it's been a well for at least where i live it's been a really gray and dark and gloomy and blah for the last week um it's not winter some like to have winter as in lots of snow and all that but Anyway, um, we're hoping for mood changes uh, in our community. It's pretty fun. Oh, my goodness. So today, today's the final um, re-airing of some of the uh, Forgiveness Conference videos that were presented last year in January unless it was February, I forget. Um, but that was a profound conference. And uh, uh, in light of re-airing some of these, I have uh, I think I'm going to be doing an, a new forgiveness conference that's going to be very different content than what you saw last year. Um, it'll be more like I'm going to re-share, re-teach um, my original forgiveness material <clears throat> and make it like a conference so that once it's recorded and ready, um, then I can share that. Uh, previously, it's always been my sermons, and it's fine, it works, but uh, I'd like to share it a little bit better with the um, mindset of people uh, listening intentionally uh, on this topic. So it's it's going to cover a lot of stuff. That, that's my hope. I'm going to talk to uh, Bill and Richard today, or by Friday, I'll talk to them about this um, and maybe even find some contributors to that part of the conference. Actually, that's a good idea. So yeah, well, we'll have some fun with this. <laughs> I love it. So today, what I'd like to do is share with you um, uh, a short, well, it's not short. Um, uh, one of the bonus sessions that I think I only aired once and it I felt that the conference material was so deep and so profound um, that many folks may not have had any foundational um, discussions on forgiveness, dealing with some myths, dealing with some, um, but there might've been presumptions. So I wanted to have something that would at least lay a better groundwork for those just coming into this topic of forgiveness, because... It's not for everyone to get quickly. <laughs> They're not going to. There's sometimes too much pain or worse, their filters are clogged with so much misinformation that uh, we got to undo some of that. So today, I am I just want to share a really good summary. Uh, at least I think that's what it's going to be. Um, I haven't listened to it since uh, the last time, but I, uh, when I started to at least listen a little bit into it, I hasn't ripped through, I thought, okay, this is probably something that's a great summary. Let's, let's share it here. And I believe next week we're going to have something fresh and new. And uh, again, I think that'll be with Bill and Richard. So we're going to have a lot of fun all right that's it for this morning I hope you'll enjoy this please comment and let me know where you're watching from if you're watching it's just nice to know it just is it makes a difference so let's get into this uh, discussion um, I'm watching live with you and hearing this again for the second time but I forgot totally what I said so this is gonna be good I know it <laughs> here we go Today I want to deal with some some other stuff because I'm watching some of the comments and it triggered something. Now, you got to remember, we're not able to cover everything that has to be covered on the topic of forgiveness even though we have so much content. Um, I've already done a 13 part series on uh, understanding forgiveness that gets into the nitty-gritty deeper stuff. And I'm going to I want to recap some of that today because some of the questions that are coming up what about this? what about that? And those are natural questions. But it's also bringing up a point for those who are already understanding a lens that's deeper and how to respond to those that are are just beginning this journey because I think this is all about stages. I think under your understanding of not only forgiveness, but your journey of growing in grace, your journey of understanding who God is to you and how you kind of um, uh, perceive that, which causes you to, to speak about it in a certain way. It, it just reveals the lens where you're at and so that's that's what i kind of want to talk about today so um i keep cutting out well it's uh, when uh, marianne it's the internet stuff um my end it's showing completely straight and it there's no cutting out that i can see i'm really sorry you're you're seeing that uh and yes i hope it improves too for you let me just see if i can if it's me i'm going to cut out some stuff here to see if that's going to help turn off some stuff here here we go, turn that off, that off. Hopefully that does it. If not, I'm doing the best I can. <clears throat> All right, so let's get into this. Um, contemplating forgiveness. This is, this is kind of a, a thought process. And um, after I saw a comment the other day, I, I began jotting down some thoughts. And uh, that's what today is going to be. It's kind of, let's, let's take this, um, uh, pause for a minute and let, let's take a look at this uh, from a step back. So how do we understand this? Well, many are coming to the conference f- without having a real, uh, I'd say, uh, the perspective of who God is, uh, is, is at an early stage still. And what does that mean? But I've been in church my whole life. Exactly. Uh, you've been conditioned by a, a church world that uh, you don't get to question the answers that are given to you. I've enjoyed the last 10 years questioning so many answers that have been shoved down my throat. And guess what? Guess who comes out on the top? Jesus. I'm not losing Jesus in this. I'm actually gaining a a much healthier perspective. I'm not losing losing what is most important. So if we're going to deconstruct or unlearn things, the things that we're having to unlearn weren't true anyway. They may have felt true, but that's only because you're now growing even more. So let me give an example. I was typing. I, I do this a lot, and I'm sure you guys do that too. If you just uh, kind of type away, and uh, you're on your keyboard, and suddenly, without realizing, your hands move over one one letter. So usually you have your letters on A S D F, uh, at least if you're uh, you took typing class, um, and then J K L and the whatever it is here yeah so basically what i'm doing if i type in the love of god is never ending properly that's what it looks like as you see on the screen but if i'm off by one letter it looks like this it's all now that's that is the spelling I'm, i'm on the wrong place on the keyboard but i'm still typing in my mind the love of god is never ending but we're off by one letter what if we just didn't know it And that's the journey of growing up because we're learning something we didn't know. And some people have a really hard time receiving new information because they feel like they need to know it already. And they're embarrassed that they don't know it. And we need some humility as we grow in our understanding of not only who God is, but in some of these big topics. Um, some people come off as the professional, and they correct everybody on a page. Yep, here's here's the truth. Here's I know this part, you know, and they make themselves like a, I already know it all. And we've seen that in classes growing up, where kids are the know it alls. And I I don't want to see that happen uh, in this group or in this conference. And I, I'm not I'm, I'm not seeing that. I'm, but I've seen it everywhere else already. And I thought, hmm, let's deal with this because. None of us have it correct completely. None of us. There's, there's way too much um, information. There's too many lenses, perspectives, cultural backgrounds. We have people watching from all around the world. And so you're going to have an African lens. You're going to have a Russian lens. You're going to have an, an Australian lens, <laughs> right? Some of you Aussies watching. <laughs> I love it. Um, but we're going to have different lenses. And uh, um, that's going to that's gonna drive our perspective in many ways. So if you have heard a perspective on what forgiveness is or isn't, uh, and what you're hearing is now new, wait a minute, new does not mean wrong or new. It actually means new to you, which is really different. Brad Jurczak uh, talks about forgiveness, and this is one of, one of his quotes. I usually say forgiveness is not saying it's okay. I am okay, and you are okay, or we are okay. Forgiveness is taking your offender to the cross of Christ and leaving them, releasing them with him in his care or his judgment. If you remember the um, uh, the conversation with Brad, he was talking about taking a chain that you have attached to someone else and leaving it at the cross. You know, this isn't about letting people off the hook. This is, the that's a misunderstanding. I'm going to cover... Some misunderstandings, gonna walk through it because I want to explain some of them. Because just seeing the list that I posted in the Facebook group, just seeing the list um, does not explain everything well. But that's that's what I'm saying that that's a summary of three messages I taught, and they're like 45 minutes long each. So, hour and a half, you know, like that, that's a long, that's two hours and 15 minutes summarized in one meme, one uh, list. And we can't, we can't understand it all. We're, we're taking our subjective lenses and, and now trying to understand what those words were. And I'm, I want to cover some of that so we can, because some of it's not addressed in the conference. Although the biggest misconception of forgiveness is addressed over and over in this conference. And that has to do with the idea that forgiveness does not mean the same thing as reconciliation they are two different things and we're gonna we're gonna get into it it's it's explained beautifully through all these sessions that have been uh recorded and shared that we're sharing with you paul paul young has a beautiful definition as well he says forgiveness is not about forgetting it's about letting go of the other person's throat forgiveness does not create a relationship unless people speak the truth about what they have done and change their mind and behavior a relationship of trust is not possible. When you forgive someone, you certainly release them from judgment, but without true change, no real relationship can be established. Established. Forgiveness in no way requires that you trust the one you forgive. Hmm. But should they finally confess and repent, you will discover a miracle in your own heart that allows you to reach out and begin to build between you uh, a bridge of reconciliation. Forgiveness does not excuse anything. That's really big. You may have to declare your forgiveness a hundred times the first day and the second day. But the third day will be less, and each day after, until one day you will realize that you have forgiven completely, and then one day you will pray for their wholeness. Who wouldn't want that kind of forgiveness? See, this is this boils down to a, a misunderstanding, and we've been told in the, I'm sorry, I'm using the word church world, and I'm not discrediting my background, or as Paul Young says, my people. I love that, because... If we say us versus them, and I I didn't realize I was making that separation often when I'm doing comparisons, or I used to believe, or the church that I used to go to did this and believed that, and we, we distance ourselves from that. But Paul Young does a beautiful job of not distancing, but identifying with. It's like Nehemiah. When Nehemiah prayed, uh, he said, "Hey, um, we have sinned. We have forgotten who you are." And he's he's in another place. He didn't have anything to do with the problems of Jerusalem, but he still owned his people's history and lens. And I think what Paul does here is beautiful. And uh, I know the background I grew up in, the church world I grew up in, and it's still pro- predominant. You know, there's there's some false understandings of forgiveness um that sneak their way in and we're obligated to forgive because the bible says so and and suddenly we shove it down the throat it's a forced forgiveness which is not genuine but the words are said therefore okay and people are ought to forgive like here's an example um, uh, i'm not going to forgive until they ask me to forgive them because they have to come to me and ask and then i will well no they don't You're totally misunderstanding forgiveness. Um, Jesus on the cross, he said, forgive them. Um, They they didn't ask. There isn't, who made up that rule? Really, who did? This is where it gets difficult when we deconstruct. And so this, this next slide will help. Oops. Um, This is is kind of a lens that you have to understand. um, Which part of forgiveness are we talking about? So there's the, um uh, vertical does how God forgives us and then there's the horizontal the relationship forgiveness the relationship forgiveness that's that is the the end game of this event of this conference is yes we need to understand the vertical but the emphasis is right now on our human relationships one with another and how we can forgive each other in a very powerful way but In my previous conference material, I'll call it conference material, um, there's a whole session on we have already been forgiven. God has already forgiven everyone. Now that's a hard pill to swallow because, because we have been told by an old system of religion that has no power or life that forgiveness only comes by you asking. And forgiveness is only for those who say the prayer. Where does it say that? It doesn't. And that kind of blew my mind. Because, what? I thought forgiveness only came when I asked. No. We were forgiven long before that. And I lay out a great case for that. So I think it's called A Case for Forgiveness I Forget. I may post that link below later. I don't know. Um, but I'll, I'll make the series available to all of you to, to kind of plow through because there, there's some heavy duty stuff. But one of the most beautiful parts of that series that I, I loved was um, taking apart what it isn't. And this is deconstructing. Forgiveness, our misunderstandings, and calling out those things that are not real and removing them from the mess this is called defragging, where you take away the parts that shouldn 't be there anymore. They somehow found their way in, but we've got to clean up and reorganize our files and folders so all right let's let's uh let me put this on the screen for you it 's a bit small, but uh sorry <laughs> um, I just want to walk through them because. Uh, I posted the picture in the Healing for Life, Healing Life Hurts uh, Facebook group, so you have that big picture there. But let's 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 kind of walk through this real quick. Forgiveness is not minimizing hurt. So the implication here is um, sometimes we think that oh it didn't hurt that much, uh, it wasn't that bad, therefore I don't need to forgive or I forgive you, therefore you know whatever. It, so it's, it is not about minimizing the hurt. Forgiveness is not the absence of pain um, or hurts. Uh, the, the pain of, uh, or feeling of betrayal may not go away. So just because we've forgiven doesn't mean there won't be pain. There is a, a, an implication in uh, a, the traditional lens of forgiveness that if we forgive, we're not going to feel hurt anymore. We're going to have a joyous bliss all the time about the person, about the situ- situation. And if we're not feeling that, then we really haven't forgiven. That's why I'm calling out these these little details. Some of the lists, you're going to say, why, what, why is that there? And that's why I want to go through this because this is not in the conference. This is in a previous series I taught, and this is the prequel to the conference. So uh, I'm laying that foundation. All right, forgiveness is not easy. It isn't. It's not even simple, <laughs> It's the most complicated thing ever and to, and to try to simplify, oh, just forgive. Jesus says forgive, so you must forgive. What, what? Like, yes, there's some simplicity to it, but when you see how big forgiveness is and sometimes with the hurts that we are facing daily, it is not easy. So you need permission to know that it is not easy. Uh, if you're wrestling with this topic, you're normal. And that's important. Um, forgiveness is also not time. How many times have we been told, well, in time it'll heal, you know, just takes time to heal. It's like they would say that about grief too, you know, time will heal. Time doesn't heal this stuff. Time covers up in some ways and suppresses, all right? And, and time can bring some clarity so that you actually understand forgiveness better, all right? I've had situations where I've looked back and, you know, 20 years later, I realize maybe I did have a little more of a part in that than I thought. Maybe I was a little bit arrogant. Maybe I was a little bit of a, huh? Oh, darn. Maybe I had more to contribute to that situation than I, than I thought. So that's time looking back. <laughs> Anybody can say an amen? <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Um, number five, forgiveness is not forgetting. There's no such thing as forgetting, okay? If you happen to forget, that's a gift. But there are some pains that have been put onto us we'll never forget. The Bible does not say, you know, that you're going to forget. Yeah, but it says, you know, God can do it. And he forgets our sin. No, he doesn't. He doesn't forget. If, if if your translation says forget, it's an incorrect translation. It does talk about Jesus not remembering you see, God's not senile. He doesn't have dementia. He doesn't have uh, dementia for sin, so to speak. Uh, this, this is not about remember, uh, forgetting. This is about not remembering. Remembering. When we talked about dismembering a finger and remembering it, uh, reattaching it, he's not going to remember your sin. He's not going to attach it to you. He's forgiven all sin. And this is a tough one. But, Connie, I think if you're still watching, uh, I think you watched a, the previous series on forgiveness that I've done, and this, this was a big one. It's not about forgetting. This is this is just because, okay, here's, here's why I said that. There are those who feel, if they have forgiven and still remember them, they really haven't forgiven. That's why that comment is there. It's not about forgetting, per se. Also, forgiveness is not a feeling. Well, I feel I've forgiven them, or... Or, or you may feel like you haven't forgiven, but you have. <laughs> Do you see the tension so to simplify and say forget forgiveness is not just a feeling i feel like i have forgiven forgiveness is also not a not being naive or ignoring it you know kind of covering your eyes ears and mouth and those three monkeys that you see and the fourth monkeys on a cell phone <laughs> but the whole point here is this is not about being naive and being ignorant of it things have happened and things need to be addressed forgiveness becomes a choice and i'm going to talk about what forgiveness is and isn't in just a moment not isn't, isn't, but um, uh, the two aspects of forgiveness that are are not talked about in the conference bluntly, and I want to make sure we cover that. Forgiveness is not justifying, excusing, or explaining away the offense. Sometimes we say, oh, it was nothing. It really didn't hurt. You know what? That person was in such a bad place. Oh, I understand. Okay, yep. Yeah, I understand the circumstances, and that process of thinking does not equal the event of forgiveness, okay? It's not the same thing um forgiveness is not a quick oh sorry forgiveness is not waiting for the other person to repent oh yeah we talked about that it's not waiting for they got to come to me who made that silly little notion rule that they have to come to you the arrogance of that oh my goodness it is brutally arrogant and self-centered to even think like that and yet that's what's been taught i hate it forgiveness is not a quick fix To think that just by forgiving, it'll resolve the problem or uh, it'll go away on us if we do that. No, no, no. Forgiveness is between you and your Heavenly Father, you forgiving the other person. Uh, This is for your healing, not for theirs. It can be for them, but it really is for you, primarily. Um, Forgiveness is not telling the offender you forgive them. What? What do you mean? Well, imagine two children in in the schoolyard. I remember that uh, I had to do this many times where you get in a fight with another kid and the teacher comes and, and makes the two of you shake hands and say, I'm sorry. And you have to say it. And do you remember the pouting and going, I'm sorry. And you don't really mean it at all, <laughs> but you're forced to say the word. So saying you forgive them is not the same thing as true forgiveness, um at some point, hopefully, I'll, I'll talk about the story of my mom and the priest and stuff, that all the crap that happened to me. But at different points, I had said I forgave them, and I meant it. But there was still a work of forgiveness being done in me for a long time afterwards. So it's not just the words. There's more going on. So just a heads up um forgiveness is not asking God to forgive the offender ooh but that sounds so correct oh but is it well dear God please forgive them that doesn't where where are you in this what about your need to forgive God forgive them there I've done it no you haven't you haven't forgiven them you've asked God to forgive them oh and he already did so Just saying the words, God, forgive them, does not equal what forgiveness is. It's a misunderstanding, misconception. Um, Number 13, forgiveness is not telling someone you have been hurt. Ooh, because all you're doing is saying, hey, I've been hurt. You know, there, I've, I've, I've confronted them. You've hurt me. That's not the same thing as forgiveness. At some point, you may have a confrontation. In fact, you probably need to forgive them before you go and confront them that's covered in the previous conference material that, that that's a big one I, I don't recommend that for for many reasons um but don't go off and running thinking that okay i forgive them now i got to go talk to them no you don't you have much learning to do much processing to do inside before you run ahead because somehow in your mind the bible says you must do all that no it doesn't <laughs> okay uh, not you can make it say that, but I, I don't I don't see that at all anymore. So just just a heads up. I'm giving you the cheat sheet Cole's notes on what forgiveness is not, because this list here could be the very thing that shatters your hesitancy to forgive, and you may go, Oh my goodness, I can forgive, because I thought all this stuff was forgiveness, and I can't possibly do that. You're right. You can't possibly do this list. <laughs> I love it. This is about setting people free um forgiveness is not turning the other cheek or turning a blind eye Uh, my joke is well turn the other cheek yeah but you have four of them (laughs) so it's it's not just being a batting ram or a punching bag there are times we have to step away and stop the other person from hurting us okay well, I got to turn the other cheek. Uh, they just, you know what? This is, this is my lot in life. This is what I'm destined to. You know Jesus said? Submit. Hold on. There's, there's a lot of stuff going on here, okay? Jesus confronted religious bigotry. He confronted religious control freakism. Um, and especially when they misconstrued their concept of who his daddy was, he confronted them on it. We're not good at confrontation. If you're English or Canadian, we're not great at confrontation. you know. And others who think they're good at confrontation, you're awful at it because you just jump right into confrontation. That's not what confrontation is. We have a misunderstanding of that too. We'll leave that alone for another day. Forgiveness is not just a one-time event. Yeah, see, I forgave them years ago. There. And yet, it is a one-time event. But, you may need to re-forgive as more offenses come, okay? Like the the 70 times 7, remember? So anyway, it's not the simplicity of just a one-time event. Forgiveness is not letting the person off the hook. Sometimes we got to call the police. Sometimes we have to call in authorities uh, to stop a perpetuating hurt. When I went to court to try, I went to the police department to uh, have a, a, the priest charged years ago. When after I was sexually abused for three years, um, I went there not to get anything except get this person away from other children. That that was my purpose because they weren't stopping, and so sometimes you there are some legal things that we have to do to confront. Okay, it's not letting them off the hook. There's there's a justice, a put back and not payback, justice, uh, Roman justice is payback, so you, pe- you want people to pay, but biblical Hebrew justice is put back to restore, to put back to its original. Hmm. That's, a, that's a big topic. Um, forgiveness is not pardoning what they did, um, which is almost like letting them off the hook. In, in, in certain countries, the, the president will pardon people. They've done the crime, and they pardon them, as in they don't have to pay the price anymore for what they have done. Okay, the pardoning concept is not what we're dealing with in this forgiveness topic, and forgiveness is not restoration or reconciliation. All right, that that's the biggie. It is not the same thing because when we 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 we've been told in the in the system of churchianity that. Forgiveness requires us to go back into relationship. Otherwise, we harbor bitterness and therefore we haven't really forgiven. That's a myth. It is absolutely not true. And so... Um, in this, in the conference right now, the 2022 conference, that theme is being repeated and resounded. It's going to be expanded more and more from, from different speakers. You're going to hear them all kind of allude to that and clarify that more and more. So hopefully hearing multiple voices of different teachers and speakers, um, different people in normal everyday life, sharing their, their, their story. Um, hopefully you're going to connect with someone's lens and it'll click for you okay i think i think it's really important that uh that's why i'm doing the conference i think it's really important that we really think this through so let me give you the big one this is this is huge because i said event forgiveness is not an event a one-time event but it is an event and i want to share this with you from my previous content forgiveness is an event and a process the act of forgiving is the event. Walking in forgiveness is the process, and it may take a long, long time. Now, I will say this. I um, When I first learned about this stuff, it was from another person named Frank Friedman, um, uh, a grace teacher down in Baton Rouge. Uh, loved his stuff. I haven't talked to him for a long time, but we used to connect a lot. Um, but his forgiveness series, which is my whole... S- content is based on what he started and I've just grown and grown and grown in it and I continue to expand but this idea of the event and process this came from Frank and then I found out I looked it up in a whole bunch of books because he had a huge list of, of uh, forgiveness resources and it, it's consistent this is a fantastic summary so there is an event there is a moment in time where we say, Father, I forgive them. Between you and me, God, I forgive them. It, therefore, here it is. Now, the next day, as in the the quote from Paul Young, you may have to say it a hundred times the next day because your emotions have not caught up yet because, man, it's raw, it's real, and you're still trying to figure this out. In fact, you might have clenched teeth going, I forgive them. And, and even though, because you're trying to, you're trying to, um, take your subjective lens and make it match the objective truth of what you've just said, I forgive, or the commitment to your Heavenly Father that you've done, the release you've given. It is done, but to work it all out. That has nothing to do with the, the hurt that may continue. There may be more hurt that continues and continues. But the point is, this is, this is a really big deal. And so to understand the difference here. Uh, between these two things. And that if you're in the process of forgiveness still, which all of us are, some it's an easy event, so done. But for some of the deeper hurts, the process can take a long time or the rest of your life to work itself out in you. It's an event. It's an event because it is a command. We have been commanded to forgive. We can't forget that part. Forgive as you've been forgiven. This is a pretty great declaration for us. It's an act of our will, and it must it, therefore it must be an event. It's a choice, even with clenched teeth and fists. Remember? <laughs> yeah, I forgive them. I don't want to do this, but I know I must, and I release them. <laughs> it's also a process between the offended and the offender. Forgiveness will put you on the pathway to freedom, but it becomes a process of working it out in your life. God can make you forget, heal you, and make it go away, but I think that's the exception, not the rule of thumb. That's been my experience. When you forgive someone, you're dancing to the rhythm of the divine heartbeat. God invented forgiveness as the only way to keep his romance with human, the human race alive. I love that. Lewis Smeeds wrote that in one of his books. Um, Lazar Paolo, uh, great uh, leader and friend of um, Brad Jerzak, he says, forgiveness quenches the fire of hell in our hearts which is the egoism and arrogance of the grudges we carry. Ooh, ooh, I like that. That's beautiful. Okay, this is what triggered the other day. And I want to, I want to kind of cover this. This is, I think this is really important. The journey of understanding what forgiveness is and isn't will come in stages. Uh, just because you have a lens right now, um, you're going to grow in it. And just because you've grown in it, you must also learn to be humble with those who are still growing in it and not not kind of uh, push it. You'll understand. At one level, a child level, we will have a form of understanding, a simple level, perhaps with definitions, charts, and boxes that will help you move to the next stage. So this child level understanding of forgiveness is very much like our journey of faith. Uh, John writes, I think it's in Second John or or it's First John 2, I think it is. He says, I speak to you children because you know your sins have been forgiven. I speak to you uh, young men because or young adults because you've overcome the evil one. I speak to you who are adults or fathers, because you know him who's been from the beginning and repeats it, it's done twice, different words at some of them. But this journey of child, young adult, father is critical. Like my Hope Fellowship, the church I pastor, uh, has a logo based on that. Uh, our seed is the child, the, the sapling is the uh, young adult, and the tree is the mature. So the journey of growing, being fully formed into Christ, this this topic of forgiveness is, can be understood in a similar way. And so what stage are you at? That's for you to answer. But this next stage, young adult, comes with intense emotions, ups and downs of circumstances. Individual subjective definitions come up and there's resistance. But in this stage, we wrestle with the fine-tuning of discovering what forgiveness is and isn't. It's not about the cubbyholes. The cubby holes now get called out. It's like going to school as a child and you learn how to print. You learn how to write. You learn the basics of math. You can't do trigonometry in grade one. But by the time you get to high school, wrestling as a young adult, because of the foundations you've had, now you can wrestle with all that. Now you can uh, articulate and You have better tools to, to deal with this stuff. It, it's in the high school, it's basically the young adult stage, it's the, it's the school of hard knocks. It's the stage of moving from dogmatic opinions and rationale to a more fluid mystical awareness that there may be more to forgiveness than we may have been told. Yeah, oh, what do I mean by dogmatic opinions and rationale? It means this is the right answer, that's not. You're wrong, I'm right. It's the arrogance of correcting everybody around you as if you're the answer man or answer woman or answer person. This is tough. That this is why I want to talk about the stages of growth, because I want. Uh, 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 what I'm seeing across even the social media world is uh, people are jockeying for leadership position. They're jockeying for positioning themselves in ministry uh, so they can grow their ministry, their platform, and. I, I'm, I've i been guilty of it. I didn't realize what it looked like until it was pointed out, and then I got a real humbling. And it's, I think my intent is great, but I didn't see what it looked like. And so, to rush ahead and answer people and be the answer person, oh, then they'll come to me for more answers. Oh my goodness, that's arrogant. They need to go to Jesus for more answers. Not you, not me. Oh boy. But you don't see that until you process some of these stages the final stage the adult stage is the recognition of what it takes to journey through all the stages that what you once believed as a child is not the same thing you believed as a young adult that what you believed as a young adult is not the same thing as what you now believe as an adult there's a journey Your fists of belief are not clenched tight anymore, as in holding them tight like this. (laughs) The hand is now open and flat. It's offering wisdom of the Holy Spirit to put in or take out anything that still needs to be adjusted in our understanding. This final stage doesn't end. Instead, it is one of intense width, height, and depth. There is now... Way, there, there is now uh, a way. There is no way. Oops, I've misspelled that. There is no way to fully explain the mystery you have been exposed to, except maybe with wonder, or with awe, or with oh my goodness, I didn't see that coming, and the joyous journey. Why is this important? We need to let individuals journey their own stages without having to point out where they are, where they may not see things as you or I may see them. We need to listen and walk along with folks who see things differently. Not as one who is a mentor, but rather as a one who is a co-sojourner. Okay? Sometimes we think we want to mentor and be a leader to somebody, but why? Is, it, is there some ego thing going on here? Why do you need to be needed? I know there's a human need for that, but not in this church world like this. Okay? Not, you're not above them we're not below them, but we are equals who rely on the same source of revelation as it's given up that's the Holy Spirit this will reduce our judging of one another this will reduce our expectations of one another and it will increase our capacity to just agape without conditions fully of each other agape, love pure love other centered love 1 Corinthians 13, love. That's what that is. So, when a child uses certain terms and words, those who are in the young adult stage wrestling with bigger things, you can see those words and hear those words and go, I've been there. Yep, they'll they'll grow, they'll come. And if they ask me, I'll tell them. But I'm not going to offer advice without being asked. Unless somebody's going to harm themselves, I might jump in. But we we let them wrestle with their own language and words; they'll find new meaning. And then, as a young adult, as a as an adult, you'll see individuals as young adults. Oh, yep, they're wrestling with that. They'll they'll come around. They'll grow, and the terminology they use there is more dogmatic and more absolute. And ah, oh, because they're trying to figure it out. They're they're trying to find constructs. We all do. We all look for cubby holes to fit our thinking and our theology in. But We can relax, especially the more you grow. And if if you're not at that place, then if you're in a place of dogmatism, you need the right answers. You need to have definitions. And here's what the definition is. This is what the Bible plainly says. If you're there, you are clearly on the journey of growing. You have not arrived. There is no arrival. But I submit to you, it is the best gift to yourself to humble yourself and say, Father, what do you want to teach me? Take, take your tight fist of theology and open it up. And say, Father, put in or take out whatever's yours. It ain't mine. That includes your understanding of forgiveness. That includes your understanding of who you think God is. That includes your understanding of what you think the Bible is and how it's supposed to be used and blah, 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 blah. Open hand. That's how we journey with each other. I hope that made sense. That's a lot to take in, but those are the things that were churning in me, and uh, 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 it was it was awesome. Anyway, um, I'm gonna just read a comment here. It's a process, and two things are necessary. You need a support system, community, environment to go through this process. Yes, and trust the process. Also, the process may have to be journeyed over and over until the path, uh, until the path, your path, as your souls. Choreographer, I think, is what it's trying to say, is right and good for you. This is okay, and it's important to understand your map is your map. It's unique to you. Yes, somebody got it. Whoever wrote that, I can't see who it is because it won't <coughs> it won't tell by the name. But somebody from the Healing life's Hearts Group that wrote that. The idea that forgiveness is an event and a process is critical and I don't think it's covered by any of the teachers uh, that are sharing in the conference. So I just felt I need to bring that out as a bonus. So I hope you enjoyed the content today. Um, if you haven't signed up for the conference, please, uh, uh, go to the link below in the description, click, uh, you gotta make a donation. It's not free. Um, some people are getting frustrated. They're trying to put in zero. Well, sorry, you put five bucks in what's five bucks. It's, it's nothing. If you can put a hundred in, please, you can use it. Cause There's a cost to all this, but five bucks, put a dollar in one person, put a dollar. So it's, it, this is not about, um, the income. This is about participating in this. So that put some skin in the game. All right. Um, I think, I think that in the Christian world, there needs to be more generosity as we grow on grace, not stinginess, trying to get everything free, 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 free. Uh, if, if I know the open table conference happens all the time. Please, don't try and cheap out on that. Be generous to things like that. Be generous in all your donations, for that is the fruit of the Spirit in you, which includes the the Spirit of forgiveness. We have been given the Spirit to forgive. You are naturally, supernaturally, a forgiver by nature. (laughs) Absolutely, because that is your true identity. All right, I'll stop there. All right. I hope you enjoyed that. Oh my goodness. That was, uh, I, would not heard that since last year. <laughs> wow. That was a really good summary. I hope that encouraged you. Um, again, that's just a teaser. That's just a teaser for how much there is to learn about this thing we call forgiveness. And, uh, I hope that was encouraging to you. I hope that, uh, um, you'll share this with others if it was encouraging to you. I'm looking forward to the plans for the next conference um, that will be what we just shared today. That was kind of the springboard to what, what will be coming. So, Anyway, it's time to go. I hope you guys have a lovely day. Uh, Don't forget to comment and tell me where you're watching from. Um, And I look forward to the next time we're together. I think next time will be uh, um, Bill Thrasher and Richard Murray. We're going to be recording something this week. And I think you're going to love it. So that's all I got. I hope you guys have a really, really great day. We'll catch you next time.